Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another layer by layer tutorial. In today's tutorial, we're gonna take some Eagle CAD files and we're gonna turn them into 3D models. This is the Adafruit Feather M4, the brand new Adafruit Feather. And you can see here that I have all the components here on the board. Very, very awesome. This is a one-to-one -one representation of all the components. You get silkscreen, you get the traces and all of the pins and vias that are in this. You also get some components like the headers. This is a really detailed model, absolute amazing. And the best part of it is that I didn't model this at all. Um, these are all um, an X, this is all brought in from Eagle and then just linked to various components using uh, library IO, which is what we're gonna take a look at. We're gonna use some of the tools to generate uh, some of these components, which is really cool. So we're gonna do that. Let me show you another one. This is the Halloween. This is a really sweet board. It's got a lot of things going for it, a lot of connectors, accelerometer, NeoPixel, switches, capacitive touch, display. It is very cool. And I didn't model any of these. Well, okay, I'll take that back. I did model the JST connectors, but that's because I couldn't find one. So we're gonna walk through that and kind of see all the components that uh, we can get our hands on. Uh, and this is another one. This is just an example of different shapes. So you can create and generate um, custom resistors, custom capacitors, and of course, custom chips with different legs and stuff. So it's really cool. So we're going to learn how to do all that stuff um, and take a look at uh, the workflow here. So uh, real quick, I want to show you, this is how I used to do my stuff. I would uh, just take the, 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 the DXF out of Eagle and just kind of create the board shape and create components that kind of made sense. It's really cool to come from this a couple months ago and go to this, so that's really awesome. All right, so let's get Eagle. Make sure you download Eagle. I'm using the latest version, I think. It's 9.1.3 by the time of this recording. Also using the educational license for non-commercial use because uh, we're educating here. All right, so now that I got that, you do want to be online, so make sure you're online. That's how you can do it, by clicking on your little name profile. So sign up, use your same Autodesk account. You want to make sure you're using the exact same Autodesk account. Uh, or at least get shared to it. So I got my auto, so I got uh, Eagle. Yay, I got Fusion. What else do we need? We need a board. I'm gonna take the Cap 88, uh, 1188 Capacitive Touch Breakout from Adafruit. This is a real cool board. So we're gonna take the Eagle CAD file and we're gonna generate it and make 3D magic to it. Really cool. So if you scroll all the way down, you go to the tech details, you can see there's a learn guide. Normally there's downloads there. And sometimes there's a direct link to the GitHub repo, kind of. So I'll click on that. That'll take me straight to the, you get some nice, uh, previews here, but the best part is you get the Eagle CAD file on GitHub. So I'm going to download that. Another cool thing is you get the data sheet for the for the chip, the, the CAP chip. So that is a PDF. I already got it open here. It's from Microchip. If you scroll all the way down, we get to the, the, the details. And what we're going to do is we're going to use this tech, uh, we're going to use this technical drawing. We're going to take these numbers and we're going to pop them into the generator uh, in Library IO to create a custom chip. That's pretty cool. So let's go ahead and... Um, get the board files. So I'm in the GitHub page here. And remember, I got to it by hitting that download link here in the learn guide for this for this board. So I got my, my GitHub file and I'm gonna download it here, click, download zip, I already did that. So I'm not gonna do it again. And what we'll do is we'll, we'll navigate to it. This is what it looks like. And you get these two files, you get the board file and the schematic file. Let's go ahead and right click, open that in the latest version of Eagle, because I also got the old version of Eagle. So this is what it looks like, really cool. Now some caveats here. I don't have the microbuilder library. Library. If you right click on any of the components, let me do that again. Right click on the component properties. You'll see that it is a part of the microbuilder library. I don't have access to it. That's fine. We're gonna be we're gonna be working on this stuff locally. So if you uh, are an electrical engineer and you're designing the boards, you will probably want to do a, a managed shared library. I have some links in the description that talk about that workflow. It's a little bit different. 
this workflow is more for like working locally and infusion to get your, your thing uh, modeled. All right, so we got our board and we don't have a library, but we don't need it right now. So what we're gonna do is we are gonna play around with the manufacturing tab. There's a new tab here, it's green, it says manufacturing. This makes a preview, like a graphical preview of what your uh, board looks like. This is green, it is not supposed to be green. So I'm gonna click on the cogwheel, solder mask color. Let's choose the blue color, um, somewhat of a dark navy blue, something a little deep, a little bit more saturated. There you go, it looks pretty. It's gonna update it and that looks more like an Adafruit blue. Awesome, you can do that to any of these layers, copper layers, silk screen, uh, substrate, all that stuff. I'm gonna leave it all at default and this looks, this just works really well. You got some other cool tools that I didn't even notice. You can export an image, that's cool. So if you wanted to make an image of this and you know get a screenshot or print it out or something, very cool, I didn't know that. Um, this is a kind of a cheap way to make a fritzing diagram. That's kind of neat. Export DXF, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there, done that, not doing it anymore. I'm gonna hit uh, close because we're done with it. It's all saved, sort of. And I'm gonna click on the Fusion 360 button. All right, we got two options. Do you wanna link it to an existing design or do you wanna create a new one? Let's create a new one, hit next. It's gonna take forever now. <laughs> I have a bunch of uh, uh, projects, so it has to pull it from the cloud and it's kind of slow. Um, maybe because I'm in education, that's free. No, nah, just kidding. So I'm gonna go down to my folder, Aid for Projects, use the arrow to drop it down. Wait a second to load it. I like this, it gives you confirmation of where it's gonna be saved. Um, I don't want it there, I want it in a subfolder, a parts folder. So I'm gonna save it in there. It's still loading. I know what you're thinking, probably thinking, oh man, I, I could have designed and modeled it um, by the time it finished. <laughs> and I thought the same thing too. Um, but no, it saved a lot of time. So there's my parts folder. I just click on it. It says it'll, it'll save it there. Hit okay. This is going to tell me all the parts that are associated to this and all the footprints. And it's telling me that none of them have 3D stuff in it. I know that, but thanks for letting me know. Do I want a description? Yeah, sure. I don't really have anything to say, but you got to add one. Push. So we're going to push this out. Now it's actually going to generate the thing, send it to the cloud, um, you know, create that Fusion 360 file for it. It has to kind of do a couple things. It has to um, kind of translate all these uh, pins, holes, um, and it does it very, very good. Absolutely accurate. It's crazy how good it does it. Um, yeah. Not, I got to knock on this wood here so it doesn't break or something. Um, so it takes a little bit of a moment, maybe take a coffee break or something, but you'll get alerted as soon as the thing is done. It says, hey, your thing is done. Go look for it. All right, cool. And you got some buttons here. You know, let me know if I'm up to date or not. I am up to date because I haven't done anything. So I'll hit close. Let's go back over to the Fusion. Now, depending on where you saved it, go there. I'm in my parts folder here. I'll hit the refresh button and it'll get added up here. Yay, here it is. So let's go ahead and open it. So click. This is what it looks like when you open it. So none of the th none of the parts have been linked to any 3D models. So this is what it looks like when it when uh, when you get that. You get these little red rectangles and some other colors. Um, and those are just little placeholders. So what you'll do is if you open the component, it's a PCB component, you actually get access to every single component here. Very, very cool. Now, if you wanna start replacing them, you gotta right click on this, uh, this PCB object in the timeline and hit edit. This is gonna bring you into a PCB workspace. So if you click here, now you have a PCB workspace. And what you have here is you have a couple tools to move things around and even, um, even, even uh, replace some things. 
So if I want to flip some things. So real quick, let's kind of run through some of these parts and just show you that not everything is a component. So you'll see that we have some plated mounting holes. If you uh, hide those, I'm going to shift select the group and then hit V, the letter V. That gives you a, it hides it. Or you could just use the light bulb and turn them off individually. Those are just there as placeholders. The way it was formed in the while well, while it was being designed, I guess uh, the mounting holes were created as objects, and uh, Eagle doesn't know that they're not 3D objects. You got some other things here like fiducials and test points as well. So these Adafruit components here are are just logos and things. But for some reason, the logos do show up. So the silkscreen is perfect. I don't see any problems with it. I guess you could modify it more if you wanted to. Um, so we got rid of those. We got rid of that. There's some test points somewhere around here, fiducials. So you can hide those. You don't need those. That's pretty much it, I think. We got all the, the weirdos out uh, or the unnecessary things out. All right. So now the next thing is we. I, I want to show you guys the headers. Uh, so how to generate your own headers because uh, typically I would have to model them. But now I don't have to do that. So that's really cool. So this is a 1 by 13 uh, pin header. You got two of them. So let's get those in here. So let's go to our uh, library IO. So it's library.io. That's the home page. Um, I don't have any, these libraries are here, but I, you don't have to create a library. Let's go to, uh, let's, let's do explore, for example, and just show you guys that there are models here. I can see that there are models there. I can click on the sub tab here, the 3D models. I can search for various models. These are all being brought in. New ones are being added um, all the time. So that's awesome. And you can search for them. So if you wanted to search for a, Something specific like a 0608 something something, you could probably find something like that. I don't know if that's a real number, uh, a real size, but anyway, um, that's just the stuff that's already there. These are some non things, but you also get the package generator uh, up here. So dashboard packages. I'm gonna create a new package. This is gonna open like this kind of blank canvas where I can build different uh, components. So this is called package generators. These uh, are all the different shapes and body types for various ICs and components. You got your resistors, you got your chip arrays, um, you got your dips and um, <laughs> all those. Let's go to the pin header. I want the male kind. We also got the angled kind. Now there's being new ones being added all the time. What you see here, um, there's more coming, I, I hope. But for now, this is what we got. We got quite a few. So this is gonna everything we need are, is kind of here. Let's go to the pin head, get the mail straight. I'm gonna hit update preview down there, and it's gonna uh, preview a, a, a default uh, generator. It's gonna generate the, the default values I have here just to get a look at what it looks like. So you can see here I got a two by four header. You can see it kind of goes down there. This uh, plate here, this kind of green plate here, is just. Uh, this isn't that part of the model. It's just like kind of a, a show thing, a kind of a floor. We can turn that off by hitting the options and then show board, just turn that off. Then you can see um, your thickness, uh, your clearances if you need to. Um, so that's nice to know. Uh, so let's go ahead and start updating things. So this little graphic here gives us all the dimensions and all the letters associated to the various edges and things. So I want my one by 13 row. And if I update that, um, it'll update the pins Excuse me, but it won't update the black header piece. That one has to be manually like figured out. Easy to do so. Um, D is what we want, so the D is the length of this whole thing. So right now you can see it's set to 10 millimeters. Do a little bit of math. So our pitch uh, is uh, 2.54, that's 0.1 inch, right? That's 2.54 millimeters, cool. So we can take that 2.54 millimeters we can multiply it by 13 and we get 33.02. That is the length that we need for the letter D. 33.02.
Now, why is it here twice? Uh, that's just one of the things uh, with, with data sheets is normally you get a, a max uh, dimension and a lowest dimension. Because there's tolerances when you're manufacturing, they give you the lowest and the maximum possible value. So I just like to use both of them and set them the same. Um, so if you have one higher than the other, that isn't, you know, it might conflict. Another thing we need to update is the width. So that's letter E. So the width needs to be dropped down from 5.8 to 5, uh, 2.54. And then L is, I think, the length, the, the thickness of the actual uh, plaque piece, which uh, is, is fine at 2.54. It's normally default. So you can, you can create your own custom thicknesses and pitches, and that's really cool. You also get pin numbering if you if you want that, and you're like, what, why do you need pin numbering? This can actually be exported as an Eagle library footprint. So that's awesome. So you, you get kind of both worlds here. So if you want to generate your footprint in Eagle, that's great. But we're not doing that because we're just kind of getting this out. So once, you ha once you're happy with your file, you got to hit the uh, Finish button up here. This will create a version of it. Um, don't worry about it if you're not using um, uh, the, the, the shared libraries that are in the cloud, you don't have to. We're not doing that for this with this workflow, so I'm just saving it out. It's creating a version for me, and it's nice that I can go back and, and see the versions, but I normally don't use it. I'm not using it right now, uh, but this is creating that uh, versioning stuff for me. So that's kind of nice if you're using that. So now we have that. We have an export button up here. Export, you get an uh, object or a step. Go with a step because we're doing Fusion. Download that and save it into your part folder or whatever, it gets a, a, a name that you can modify and change. It'll just have the values, so like one by 13, for example. So I, I've already gone ahead and uh, saved those out in my little header folder here. So I have one by 13 pin head. We could also made it a female connector if we wanted to. Um, and if you wanted to update the model, you can just hit generate model again and update this, update these numbers. And if you do update the numbers, let's say I want to do use the model centroid or footprint centroid, there you go. So that now makes it in the center of the footprint. That could be a, a good alignment trick to do. Uh, and then you hit um, generate model, I think again. Somewhere you have to, you have to, let's, let's do two real quick. Yeah, you hit update preview. Um, this is important just because it's bit me before. So you do, when you do uh, update and you've already exported STL and you want to update again, you do have to hit the update preview again and then you hit finish again and then it'll create a new version and yada yada. So just throwing it out there. Uh, but for now, this is saved. I, I can actually just close this out. Excellent. So now back into Fusion, let's go ahead and if you click on that first header, um, it highlights it here in the browser. So that's great. So now I have these two. And what's cool about this is because it's the same object, if I replace one, it'll replace the other. So I'll replace component body. I right click, replace component body. And we want to navigate ourselves to our header and select the one. So this is a one by 13 pin head. It's a step file, hit open. And what'll happen is uh, sometimes it, it, it comes in like this at a wrong orientation, but you have all the X, Y, and Z angles that you can change. So I'm gonna uh, rotate this back this way bring it in this way, and then bring it down. So uh, I like using the arrows as opposed to this free form thing here, uh, just because you're gonna get more snap points. And then you can fine tune this. Now you can see as I'm moving this, the other side's moving as well. So you can see it's mirrored like that. And this right here doesn't seem to be perfectly accurate. That's fine. You can, you can futz with it if you'd like, but maybe we will just a tiny bit. Sometimes this doesn't work, so I get myself a little a little bit of numbers here. It's a little number fudging. 1.54 looks pretty good. I'll hit enter. That saves it in there. And now I got my pen. Yay, I got my pins. Sweet. 
the next things we're gonna do is uh, let's let's uh, let's make these chip LEDs. So these chip LEDs are um, not a generated thing. There's no tool to generate those, but the, the Autodesk team has gone ahead and, and kind of modeled them for us. If you go to the Explore tab and you search for chip LED, all in caps in one word, you get a bunch of them. There's a lot of different sizes of them, a lot of different colors of them. Um, so choose the ones you want. You can show all, you can, you can grab them. Uh, let's say I want that one, for example. Um, it gives you a, a render of it here, so you can see if that's the right one. Like, oh yeah, that's the great color, this is the right footprint. If you want to actually uh, download it, you can go to View 3 Model, and that'll give you the export step file. So I've already gone ahead and done that. I've downloaded the, this very same one. I believe it's the 805. So let's go into Fusion to see. Yep, it's the 805. So again, I just need one of them. Right click, replace component, navigate to where you saved it. Here I have chip LED 0805, hit enter, and then bam. It entered it. Now again, I do have to do a little bit of work. Um, I gotta orient it, right? So let's go this way and up here. Now, obviously, if you're doing this in Eagle or you know your footprint, you, you gotta have to make sure that your orientation is correct or yeah, your pin orientation, your polarity is correct. So you can you can futz it. You got a little bit of wiggle room here in CAD land, but not so much when you're actually designing the board. All right, so there you go. There's our chip LEDs looking pretty nice. Now, there are some other things um, that we can get that we can either auto-generate or just search for them. I, I'm really liking just searching for them and see if they have it, and then if I can't find it, just generate one. So for this example, uh, these are resist, uh, these are, yeah, these are resistors. So uh, right-click, replace the component body, component body. I already have these resistors. So I'll just right click. Now there was a little bit of a weird thing here with this particular board. Um, my capacitors turned into resistors for some reason, but that's fine. Um, I'll, I'll right click on it on just that one. You can see it's labeled R, that's for resistor and C or for capac capacitors. So I'll right click on that capacitor, replace component body. I got these capacitor resistors again um, from, uh, the, from the library IO site. Uh, I think they're, where did I say? Yeah, C, is it 603? No, it's an 805. So where are my 805 caps? It really helps to organize your parts. I'm just getting a whole bunch of them, um, but I'll, I'll definitely have to, there it is. Is it 805? No, yeah, 805, no, that's what I want. And, uh, oh, look at that. That didn't do what I thought it would. Let's do the backwards where I grab this resistor, replace the component body. Oh, it just keeps doing it. That's a that's a shame. I really wish it didn't do that. Are they actually resistors or capacitors? I mean, it says C, so I'm thinking that is a capacitor. You can look at the picture of it. There's normally a nice picture of the board. <laughs> Does it really matter? Yeah, I think it matters. Yeah, they're actually resistors. They're not. There's one cap. Okay, there's two caps. I got it wrong. I guess it's just the labeling it was, it was wrong. Maybe. No, that's supposed to be a cap, dude. That's weird. So let's look. This is a cap, right? No, that's a resistor. What? <laughs> so you can you can you know go down this rabbit hole. Um, those look like a Those look like resistors all to me. There's two here next to that um, the SOT chip. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's get this updated. That's that's odd. Hmm. What is this one? All right, so this is a res pack. This could be generated as well, um, but you could search for it here. 
I think they have a... Oh, no, you know what? I actually generated it. I, I couldn't find it here. So to generate the res pack, you can go to dashboard, packages, create a new package. And there's a chip array editor up here. So let's click on that, chip array editor. You have two different options. I think there was a two-sided two-sided flat concave and a two-sided convex. So it's up to you whichever one you want. I think it's this one that we want. You just pop, pop in the numbers that, that, uh, that, are, that are to the size. I've already gone ahead and done that because it is a little bit of a number fudging and looking around. And we're gonna do that just for this chip. Cause I think that one's a little bit easier than the rest of them. So we got these chip, these got these uh, res packs, these resistor arrays. Let's replace those. Um, I think I called it res pack two. Are you? No, that's a resistor. Res pack four, oh six oh three. There we go. That's the right size and everything. Now again, I do have to do a little bit of uh, orientation here. So let's get this into place. Go down. Over. And you only have to do this once. So if you're using this like a whole bunch of times, like I am here, at least twice, hit okay, done. Excellent. All right, this is an SOT, uh, an SOT with five legs, replace. Again, this actually generated um, in the library IO. So the SOT, uh, was it SOT, SOT 23.5? That's the one I want. And they also have a, uh, you can either generate your, your, your own one. Look at that, I didn't have to do any uh, orientation. That's ideally what will happen. Uh, so this was generated. Um, so sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, the orientation wise. Sometimes you win the lottery, sometimes you don't. All right, the last thing we're gonna do is we're actually gonna run through uh, this guy here. This is the uh, the chip, the actual QFN body size, QFN 24, because it has 24 um, pins. Uh, it's a four millimeter pitch, I believe. But if we don't know all the details, we already have our, our data sheet ready here to pull data from, to pull numbers out of. So that's cool. So we got our D, E, E1, D1. And these are kind of, um, they kind of match well with uh, what's in library IO. So let's create a new, wait, are we already in the new pack? Yeah, so we're creating a new package. Let's go back, go to QFN, because that's the chip we got, the QFN body type down here, QFN. We also got a, a QFP, which is not surface mounted, I guess. The legs like look, they look like they're protruding on the outside. So we got QFN. Um, it's, uh, how many pens is it? I already forgot. Here's our date sheet. Yeah, so I think it's what, five? Six, so it's a six by six. So you can just type that in here. It looks like we already got six for the D side, six for the E side. Oblong pad shape. You can change this if you want to so a rectangle. Density level, I haven't really played with that. I'm not sure what that is, leaving it at normal. E is our pitch. I believe our pitch is 0.5. If you look down at the numbers, you can see um, per terminal pitch, 0.5, yeah. And then the overall body height and stuff is going to be four by four, the X and Y body size, so it's four. I've already locked through this this uh, data sheet, so it looks like I know it, and it's because I kind of do. Um, but you will have to kind of look at the number and then look here and look at the number. But now that I'm familiar with it, I can quickly browse through it and digest the data. But yeah, the X and Y body size is pretty much by four. Another thing that is, these are common dimensions. You'll see that there's a minimum and a maximum. I think I talked about that. Because of tolerances, there's, you know, because of manufacturing, there's tolerances and they change a little bit. But for the most part, it's four by four. So let's go ahead and type that in. Uh, for the L and uh, is it D? Yeah, it's D and E. So capital D, capital E, four by four by four by four. Uh, it is one millimeter thick, and my pads are B. Lowercase B is the, like the length of or the thickness of the pad. Uh, let's see what it is. I think it's the same. I think it's like 0.2 or something. 
the it's going to be b lowercase b same number lowercase b is 0.25 so lowercase b 0.25 that's pretty close let's change this to the maximum we'll turn it to five get rid of the three all right i'm gonna hit preview and this is going to generate that um that uh the chip for us now it's a pretty simple chip it's like why'd you spend all this time it's just a rectangle but if you're creating this footprint again for your, you know, for Eagle, you get the you get the option to download the, the footprint for Eagle. So it's great. So there's our chip. It's got those little details really are helpful. There's got a chamfer on the top, and you got all your legs and your pins. It's looking pretty good. You also have the the like the indicator here telling you where the power where voltage is. I'm done with it. I'm gonna hit finish, hit OK. The what you would do is you wait, you know, you'd export it as an STL using that export button. I'm not going to wait for it because I already exported it. So back into Fusion, let's go ahead and get our QFN, right-click, replace component body. And I have it named here QFN uh, 50P, whatever, whatever. That's just the numbers that we use, and it kind of auto-generated it. So we got that. I'll bring it in. And that is brought in absolutely perfectly. There's no need to um, adjust any of the, uh, the X and Ys or the rotations. It's just perfect. So... That's pretty much it. Um, very, very cool. Um, you can spend quite a bit of time, um, you know, searching and picking, but I think that is a little bit more efficient than having to model each and individual part. A lot of these parts have already been modeled for us. And some of the parts I actually didn't get from Library.io. Um, I'll, I'll try to find this this trim pot. I actually found it from DigiKey, uh, from the uh, the actual product page in DigiKey, and, and the, the manufacturer of this actually provided a step file. That's great. So you can do that. Same thing with the micro USB port. Same thing with the Pico blade thing here, the, the little micro connector. Uh, what else did I grab? The, the slide switch as well. I think I grabbed that from GrabCAD or somewhere else. Um, so you just have to make sure that uh, the pin, the, the pads are correct, you know, the distances are correct and all that. But the rest of the chips, uh, this one, this chip array, all of these little chips and capacitors, those were all either grabbed from Library.io or generated from Library.io. So I think that's really cool. There's a lot of different other workflows that you could do um, that I think you should check out if you want to use um, uh, the, the managed shared libraries. So that's in the cloud. Um, that's a really great way uh, to have a way to track all your versions and stuff, obviously. So anyway, um, well, the one last thing I'll do is share with you guys the GitHub repo of all of our CAD drawings. So that is what over here? Yeah, so this is actually the reason why I created this because there's a parts request in my issues thing here. And this gentleman here uh, said, like, hey, these are some parts I use all the time. It'd be great to have them in model. So um, I actually grabbed uh, that from here, from this list. Uh, so that was really cool. I think it was, um, where is it? There it is, this guy here, the eight key capacitive touch. So yeah, so now I got that. And um, one, one last, uh, let's see what else we want to do. Uh, obviously, okay, so I got a link for that GitHub repo of the, the AFRICAD parts. If you want to do a parts request, you can do so here. Um, and we'll see if we can get to it. But for the most part, they're all here. Step files, Fusion 360 files, and STLs are all in here. And I've been adding a bunch of them to them. I think the last thing I want to do is just show you a tip that you'll notice that in Fusion, um, orientation and looking at your view cube matters and working in your comfort, in, in the orientation you like is really nice. And I do not like working in this orientation here where uh, this is the front and this is the top. I don't like doing that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this the top. So to do that, I have to go to the front, what I think is the top. This is my top. 
I'll right click on this little escape thing and then say um, set current view as top. So we'll do that. So now that is the top. So when I hit, uh, when, I, when I orient around it, it's now like this, it's a little bit better. That's kind of how I like to work. So that's a nice tip for you. Uh, and then if you want to set this view to be like your home, so I'll click on this angle. I can set that to be my home by right clicking and saying set current view as, set current view as home and then fit to view. And now, now whenever I'm lost, I can hit the home thing and it'll go to that view, that particular view that I selected. So that's pretty cool. Very nice colors. I like it. So there you go. Uh, that's using uh, Adafruit. Uh, gosh, that's using the Adafruit boards using Autodesk's Library I/O, Eagle, and Fusion 360. Let me know what you guys think. If you have any questions or anything like that, or if you have some better workflows, I'd love to hear about them. Thank you guys so much for watching, and I will talk to you in the next one.